welcome and happy new year <laughs> if you're listening if you're us and recording this it's december 22nd <laughs> happy new year everybody <laughs> yeah happy new year even though it's not new year yet it's three days before christmas mm. all right well welcome to the show this is the prefer not to say podcast i'm your host james bunn also known as boutique paul and I am your co-host, Greg Tenbrink, also known as... Guac is Extra. <laughs> Guac is Extra. Shout out to Drew and Trevor. <laughs> All right, so how do you want to start this? Uh, we could probably talk about why we came up with a podcast. Why, why we came up with it? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, we could. All right, so let's, let's, let's start. How did, how did it start? <laughs> how did it start? Um, I would say... I was compelled to do a podcast because people told me that they wanted to listen to me talk. When I first meet people, they're like, oh, I want to hear you say, like, tell me a story. I'm like, no, because I'm socially anxious and I can't do that well. Got that smooth <laughs> voice, like a 70s radio. <laughs> Wasted on the wrong personality. <laughs> uh, but what about you? Well, it kind of goes back to listening to podcasts mm-hmm. like, you know i mean i primarily listen to the joe rogan podcast you know joe rogan experience it's a good one and i always thought you know oh, i might be cool to do a podcast one day it seems like a lot of fun and you know some people have found really good success with it so yeah it's definitely uh, a pretty open forum for you to like express your opinions or your thoughts in some way and, and it's a low to no cost venture i mean yeah i already had of- recording equipment so <clears throat> just kind of dive in and get going and see what you can make of it so yeah and uh you know it did start out we we had an idea for another project that we decided to pause because that was there was too much competition and it was kind of work heavy and... too well i wouldn't say it was work heavy it was just it required effort from too many people simultaneously and that's something that like i couldn't rely on well it would have been work heavy for me <laughs> Well, that more yeah, so that, too. <laughs> that for me it would have been a little bit more work heavy because I was the, yeah, the, the tech the, guy, the, the, the chief, uh, the chief uh, cinematographer, <laughs> <laughs> the editor, the yeah, producer, the, the media expert. What is it they said in Game of Thrones? Titles breed titles. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, and that's how we ended up here, and it was more so because you had talked about wanting to do your own podcast, and I thought, oh, that'd be cool. I have recording equipment. Let's do this. And then I remember we, we figured, you know, it wouldn't be just you talking. So who would, would you have guests or a co-host? And then right. we sort of just settled on, well, let's just do it together. We live together. Might as well just record it together. <laughs> yeah, it was just going to listen to me um, talk about the same stuff over and over. It did go by a different name for a short time that was unfortunately vetoed for ethical reasons. <laughs> <laughs> the, the original name of this podcast that I thought would be great was going to be Hose Mad Happy Hour. <laughs> Because that's one of the best <laughs> phrases that ever went viral on the internet. And um, I don't know if you want to explain why that was probably not such a good idea. Well, I'm just not trying to draw that line in the sand. <laughs> you don't want to draw that kind of attention? No, you know, like, I'm, I I err on the side of, you know, as far as humor, either everything's cool or nothing's cool. But, like, Hose Man Happy Hour seemed like a bit much. I didn't want to. I don't want to put out that vibe like, hey, check out the podcast, Hose Mad Happy Hour. They're like, what are you talking about? What do you mean, Hose Mad Happy Hour? <laughs> it's just a rant and it's just, just talking. <laughs> who are the hoes and why are they mad? <laughs> yeah, we're just talking just terrible things about people. Like, these are who, this is who's mad today. <laughs> this is why. I think I'd be more okay with that name if, uh, if people didn't just automatically assume hoes meant women. Like, there's plenty of dudes that are hoes. Yeah, like, that's literally true. Literally half of all hoes are guys. <laughs> we, we don't we don't want to make our women listeners angry right off the bat. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know. Do you want to... Should we give a little bit of information about ourselves as individuals? Uh, Sure. Uh, I don't like talking about myself, you don't like but talking I about yourself? <laughs> 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 just, do, just do a little basic introduction, you know? My name is James Bunn, obviously. James Eldon Bunn, to be exact. Uh, I live in Genesee, Michigan. I was born July 6, 1991. Is this a little bit about yourself, or is this a job application? <laughs> <laughs> this is a job application. Um, I, I, li- I, I live in a house with my wife, Callie, and our five cats. 
Yes, I said five cats. Don't judge me. <laughs> Their names are <laughs> Hammy, Livy, Aurora, Aria, and Oscar. I have two parents. Two? You only have five? <laughs> <laughs> and some people do. Some people, like, like I, divorce, I divorce kids who get step-parents, they get four parents. Man, that's like having extra Christmases and extra birthdays. Uh, what else about myself? Um, hmm. You're a musician. Yeah, I'm a musician, mm-hmm. which is, as I said before, I go by Boutique Paul, which there concurrently with this, I will be starting a vlog series Ooh. for that project. Interesting. So if you're listening to this, check it out. It's called What's Up Wednesdays, and it'll be a weekly update on what I've got going on, which will just basically be me saying, hey, there's a new episode of Prefer Not to Say Now. Go, go listen to it. It's like this Infinite Loop podcast. Go check out the vlog. At the vlog. Go check out the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have other things. I have, a, I have a series that I have planned, and I plan on releasing music regularly. So, so there's that. Uh, I'm also, uh, I have aspirations in filmmaking also. So eventually when I get the money and don't have to work at nine to five, I'll start working on that. One of the first things that will be, you know, filmed will be this podcast, which we'll hopefully try to do sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it about me. I don't know if you want to talk about give, uh, give the basic, the the <laughs> Spark Notes version of Greg Tinbrink. The Spark Notes version of Greg. All right. Uh, well, I am me. Name is Greg, but <laughs> <laughs> I am Greg. <laughs> I hear me roar. Uh, I was uh, raised on a farm for the better part of my life. Uh, and then I moved to the city, and I like it. But I try to find a happy medium because the city's too populated, and I don't like people that much. And, you know, out in the country, it's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> Got a nice middle ground here in Jenison. Hell yeah. Um, there's not much to say. Uh, I, I prefer to let it all come out organically, as 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 you'll see in the coming episodes. You'll learn more and more about me as as the time goes by. You'll uh, find out we have personalities. Yeah, this this feels more like an interview and less like I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> so, all right, well, so we'll cut it there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna stop right there. Uh, we uh, we should we actually uh, we could talk about one of the main inspirations behind the podcast. Uh, we are we are both of mixed ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought it would be an interesting point of view to uh, experience the world through our lens, so to speak. But when I say that, it's primarily in genetics. Who we are as people is not representative of any color we might represent or any people that we actually hang out with. We're, we're kind of outliers in certain respects. Like walking anti-stereotypes. Yeah, walk, walking <laughs> anti-stereotypes. That's, that's actually a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. We also, within ourselves, have very different viewpoints on life in general. <laughs> There's a <laughs> there is a distinct difference between the two of us, but it's 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 interesting because we can have all these different viewpoints. We could disagree on all these different points, all these different topics, but at the end of the day, we're still friends, and we're like like yeah. good friends. Well, um, we know how to have an, we know how to have an intelligent conversation about things. <laughs> I think that's something that most people should just like pick up and and develop on their own. Like there are people who are like, all right, like I'll politics for example, Democrats, Republicans, and they're like, that's the line. I'll never cross it. It's like you don't have to have all this animosity towards the person on the other side of the fence. You got to hate your neighbor just because they think differently. That's very true. Though we're notorious for it in this country, <laughs> unfortunately, it might never go away. It's 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 a it's a national sport, yeah. The president is in a peach right now. In a peach. <laughs> Could you imagine being, <laughs> being in, a, in peach? a peach? Like James was in the oh. giant one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, prefer not to say uh, came up. Well, the, the idea for the title came up because we were thinking about, well, when you apply for a job and you have to like list your ethnicity, they give you all these options, you know, <laughs> Caucasian, black, mixed race, Latino, all that Some stuff. say other. Other. But uh, the best ones say prefer not to say, right. which I like to check those. <laughs> At least a little bit of mystery. <laughs> it's, 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 it's definitely an interesting option. It also, uh, it also brings to light the, the response garnered from people when you ask them something that's more of a uh, sensitive subject they'll they'll typically respond with you know i don't want to talk about it or i prefer not to say well over here if even if you prefer not to say we'll still talk about it 
we kind of do that in real life anyway. We yeah. just sort of, we'll just sort of throw it out there. Like, oh, you probably shouldn't say that. Why? <laughs> you guys aren't going to say it. <laughs> not like it's super offensive or anything like that. But We don't like, try to be. Why, why do you not want to talk about it? Like, the, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't talk about it anyways. Yeah. That's, you know, we, we hope to kind of open up those conversations with certain topics. I mean, we have we'll have we'll have many fun episodes, but we'll we'll definitely dive deep into some, you know, more serious stuff. I mean, this I eventually want to be able to say that we are stoic philosophy at its finest. Stoic philosophy at its finest. Maybe not. Probably not even close. But I like to uh, think of myself as a very urban philosopher. <laughs> urban philosopher. Ur- urban in the sense of poor. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, poor philosopher. <laughs> Weren't they all though? <laughs> to be or not to be becomes <laughs> to eat or not to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the most amazing things that come from the internet. Yeet is. It's funny because yeah. a lot of those phrases come. I don't know if they're accidents or they just sort of happen because it's like saying fleek. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's some secret shadow <laughs> council who's like compiling words together and making crap. And is like, all right, this year we're using this list of words. <laughs> this, this, these words. It's very important. <laughs> what was it? Uh, um, you said uh, Yeet was a compliment to Kobe. Yeet is distance. Kobe is accu- accuracy. Yeah, I've I've heard it uh, described like that. I've, also, I've heard it described more or less. It's... Uh, like it's still Kobe's accuracy, but Yeet is power. Yeah, <laughs> Yeet is the uh, the the shack to the Kobe. <laughs> Yeet is the shack to the Kobe. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah that actually works. I also saw uh, someone said a yoink is the opposite of a Yeet, and then someone said the the Lord Yeeteth and the Lord yoinketh away. <laughs> <laughs> yoink is just a Yeet in reverse. <laughs> yoink is just a reverse Yeet. Yeah, got reverse Yeeted. <laughs> It's not even a comfortable word to say. I don't know why people love you saying it so much. I, you know, I, I feel the opposite. Like, I feel it just flows out so well, <laughs> you know, and you're just hanging out doing whatever and you toss something in the trash can. And it's like, yeet. it just comes out. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> it's, I think, I think it's derivative of, uh, the, uh, the Southern, uh, yee yee thing. The what? The 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 yee thing. The word I, I I don't know how to accurately describe this because I don't use it and I'm not from the south. But it's like, oh, how can how can I say this? Um, I think it's used as like a descriptor for for like the the rural southern types that ride around in super lifted trucks going mudding and stuff. Oh, like, like yeehaw. I think it's also I think yee is the <clears throat> derivative of that. But yeehaw. That reminds me of a joke. I saw someone that said, uh, after Old Town Road, they said, if we're not caught in this mix of trap and country, jiha, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know, it's not often that country and hip-hop or rap is blended well, but that was a pretty good The job. problem is it should have stopped. Old Town Road's the exception because it was kind of like, it just sort of happened and it worked. But Kid Rock is where it should have stopped. And then I also heard about Years ago, do you ever you ever heard of Cowboy Troy? No, but I feel like I don't want to. Yeah, he's this black country rapper. Mm-hmm. It's it's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. Oh man, no, Kid definitely Rock. not. Trendsetter. He set a bad trend, but he's a trendsetter. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're the best; it matters if you're the first. <laughs> oh, it's out here yodeling in the valley. <laughs> That's one of his songs. Look it up; it's great. It is great on his on his only album that is a straight rap album. Actually, I think I think he might have had two, but this one was just like straight hip hop. He 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 was actually signed at the time too in '91 when he was like 19 or something like that. Which who, whoever thought like oh Kid Rock is the next thing and then and then the Valley comes out and they're like oh nah. should we have signed him? <laughs> Anyways, um, so. Pseudo long-winded introductions aside, uh, is there anything at the cusp of your forethought right now? Cusp my forethought. I'm just thinking of 
the fact that we got to this point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean First official episode. For for the listeners listening now, we recorded eight demos of the podcast before this first one, so we could kind of get out all the nonsense first. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so if you think this sounds bad, whoo, wait till <laughs> you see the original episode, <laughs> episode zero part one. <laughs> it is night and day between the two. It's crazy. It was night and day between the first and second half of those episodes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like one through four just sounds terrible. It's just one mic in the middle of the room and mm-hmm. all just room noise and just rambling on, never finishing thoughts. And then the second half, we add a uh, theme music break music and outro music which is all made by me by the way so if you're enjoying that uh, actually that's a good that's something i can bring up right now the intro song the incredibly humble <laughs> james Bond. the incredible yes <laughs> the incredibly humble that actually reminds me of a uh, listen's rapper named edon he calls himself the humble magnificent humble magnificent yeah i was like that's the coolest nickname anyone could give themselves that is pretty good but uh, so the first one, that kind of funky little tune that plays in the beginning, I made because an artist that I listen to who goes by Internet Boyfriend had he does these like he gets kind of like mini songs for Instagram. And when he makes them, he'll he'll make it look like old school VHS. And uh, he had this one with um, it was a, song, a little mini song he made with uh, artist Bad Snacks, who makes lo-fi hip-hop beats to chill and relax to <laughs> except on this uh she sings on it also but uh there is a part where he sings the word i and it's just no music or anything so i took that and sampled it and then kind of like i kind of just like ran across keyboards so i could have multiple pitches and every sound but the drums is that and it just sort of worked and i was listening to it i was like oh this is cool and then i thought i was like oh this should be the theme to the podcast and it was good and it was good, and uh, and he actually liked it. So shout out to Internet Boyfriend. If you don't listen to him or know who he is, you need to get to because he's awesome. He's his style is kind of like neo soul meets dream indie bedroom pop meets lo-fi beats to study and relax to. I was gonna say visually, he has kind of like this vaporwave uh, vibe to him. He does, his videos do have that like vaporwave vibe. It was his <laughs> the album art on his first album, mm-hmm. which is called press start which you should listen to it's on all platforms shameless plug of someone that i'm friends with on the interweb oh i mean all <laughs> platforms hold on let me go bust out my dreamcast <laughs> <laughs> not video game platforms but the album art is actually um it looks like it looks like pokemon like 8-bit pokemon mm-hmm. i'll actually pull it up right now but no it's really cool yeah no um yeah, no, he's a really, really talented artist, and he's a really nice person, too, and he was super cool about me using it. I was like, hey, can I use this beat that I sampled your voice on for the intro? He's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let me know when it drops. I want to listen to it. <laughs> I was like, cool. I want to meet this guy. Sounds nice. We just got to go to California. Okay. Um, <laughs> next year. <laughs> we just got to go to LA. Well, dude, that's where everybody is, because uh, that's where the dudes uh, from the Faking Notes podcast are that mm-hmm. I listen to. They're from LA, and I've... That's, you know, LA is the spot. It's definitely <clears throat> happening over there. But it is, but you know, we just don't have the money for that yet. I had the luck of being <laughs> born in Michigan. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, we just we're fine with being in a place where the air hurts our face. <laughs> what was it? Like a few years back it was colder in Michigan than the surface of Mars. Because it was like below negative twelve. Whoa, like, Whoa what that's ridiculous. World? And then I went out in shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> true michigander at work there ah it wasn't windy it's fine <laughs> yeah if there's no wind it's fine yeah it's it's like a superpower if the wind's not blowing you somehow can maintain your heat in the vacuum of space actually with a bunch of people i follow on instagram artists and other people and such that are from there they're like bundled up when it's 60 degrees out i'm like man that's gotta be really interesting like if you're out there for a while and their 60s like oh that's our bikini weather what's mm. wrong with you <laughs> man no, here, here's the album art Oh man, that is. Nice. It, it just it just looks like Pokemon. That is, but yeah, um, Bando, check him out. He does spell internet differently though. It's I N T R N E T. So it's missing. So it's it's missing. It's missing the first E. Yeah. Um, when you look for it, because there is another artist named Internet Boyfriend who's some like EDM person. Oh. So okay. if you mistype it, you're gonna get something completely <laughs> different. So yeah, it's I N T R N E T. Boyfriend. 
and they're separate they're separate words but on instagram he would just put tags bf at the end of internet mm-hmm. so end of plugging friends things and now talking back more about our things you're also going to hear a, another piece of music for our break which is also really fun also a nice nice funky beat kind of a little bit more jazzy so yeah so yeah you guys won't hear those pre-episodes we recorded for a very long time uh well <laughs> well not, not a long them. time it's, that depends on them yeah <laughs> yes we, we we plan on starting a patreon eventually and that will be one of the perks you get to hear us in our in our youth mm-hmm. the, the fledgling podcast <laughs> <laughs> cracking out from its shell becoming what it is but yeah you know i'm just you know recording the first official episode and it's about to be new year's about to be 2020 about to be 2020 which i uh, old decade gone yeah we're in the 20s again <laughs> the, 20s. the roaring 20s oh without, without all the really fun stuff can we can we stop with the whole oh man i can't wait to bring, bring back all the roaring 20s stuff all the swing dancing and all this what are we gonna bring back the rest of the 20s like the no rights for anybody <laughs> so wait hold on so in 2027 is that gonna be the, another depression because it I, wasn't 27 the depression i think so but if <laughs> the, it is i'm looking the second forward coming, to it looking forward to it yeah if, if 2027 is a great depression again and the housing market collapses and stuff along <laughs> well, with everyone's it, just gonna crush it dude i can just afford a house then <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they, you they were doing that in 2008 2009 yeah i just want it to happen again that's all is it really it's really sad that a crash will happen and then some people just thrive like butterflies like you're just in your cocoon like wait for the crash like boom i'm here <laughs> successful yeah, when, when it happens, uh, the prices on houses are going to drop. I'm going to fuck around and buy up three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more, depending. I mean, yeah, if I'm, if I'm they're, sitting better they're, by they're the They're a nickel on the dollar? <laughs> Run Getting it. that. Yeah, no, yeah, 2020. I, I used to call it, I wanted to call it the year of executing vision. Because mm-hmm. the, you know, 2020 vision, haha. And then I had to remember that, you know, Avengers Infinity War happened, and that was the first thing. <laughs> Vision, I thought. Vision got wasted by Thanos, and that's the first thing everyone's like, "Yeah, about to Thanos twenty twenty, about to said, kill it." And I was like, oh, damn "When it. you said the year twenty twenty is the year of executing Vision, the first thought that popped in my head was this man's about to kill somebody, <laughs> <laughs> about to take the Mind Stone." <laughs> I mean, in reality, aren't you, though? You're kind of taking the Mind Stone and you're applying it to your life to create all of these ventures for yourself. Dude, the pot is the Mind Stone, where all the ideas are. If the pot is the Mind Stone, does that mean we're trapped in the Mind Stone? <laughs> Probably. Then shouldn't the, pot, shouldn't the pot be more of the Soul Stone? I mean, if you know about, like, if you've been reading Infinity Gauntlet. Because, <laughs> no, I don't want to go too deep into it. <laughs> At least not that this is not episode. Not a good introduction. <laughs> oh, what's that? A comic book reference? I'm gonna spend six hours talking about it. <laughs> and now you know more about me. <laughs> I just saw a Bug in the corner of the room. That's really he's chilling. Me. He'll be all right. Just ignore him. Maybe that's what the, the cats were in here, like looking up at the ceiling earlier. Maybe it's what, maybe that's what they saw. I just assumed they were seeing ghosts. Oh, see, it's right there. Yeah, he's not bothering nobody. Except you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just distracting. <laughs> Uh, bugs can't get rid of them because you know the cycle of nature will be thrown off severely <sighs> the whole protect the bees thing why can't we just automate bees automate bee bees drones. yeah oh that'd be amazing maybe somebody has and they're just not telling I'm, us I'm, I'm sure it's elon done. musk's probably doing it right now elon musk has like robotic family members i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like i don't need a family i'll build my family the, the robo bees he has a bunch of kids though they're machines, they're, they're, <laughs> they're never birthed they were created in, in the tesla factory yep oh, that is my deep conspiracy theory of the day elon <laughs> musk is a machine he's a machine <laughs> you ever see those memes where it, it's him he, i think he's on like a zip line or something it said and the humans they enjoy this like, <laughs> yes elon they do very much then I too will enjoy it. <laughs> he's just kind of got this somber look on his face as he's going down. But he he doesn't look human. 
No. He, he, he almost kind of, it's kind of like um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't look human. Benedict, Cumber, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benadryl Cucumber Patch <laughs> is the inspiration for the... Beneficial the, Cucumber. <laughs> is the inspiration for the generic little green alien with the big head. <laughs> That's what he looks like, and you cannot convince me otherwise. That, I heard about this meme someone told me about how it's it's supposed to be him as an alien. He's like, oh, I'm here to star in your human movies or something. <laughs> Dude still looks great, though. <laughs> yeah but it's just, it's just funny like certain certain people with their those faces you're just like what are you you're not you're not from this planet <laughs> you're some higher life form aren't you <laughs> oh man it's I, like it's like uh your boss the my, vampire oh my yes my <laughs> boss is a vampire him and his wife are vampires Un- unreasonably attractive white people who are like kind of pale but they don't age they will be in their twenties for the rest of their days. Like we and showed you, we showed you a picture of them. Yeah, right? yeah. But there was a meow at the door. Awkward silence. Back on top. <laughs> that was the the meow saved it. They won't, they won't be able to hear it, but it's like, oh, there's noise. We should probably speak again. Or we made the meow up. Who knows? Or just start throwing random meows <laughs> in, the, in the mix. Just sort of throw it in there every now and then. What's why are there cats? <laughs> I just realized we, we we rambled quite a bit. We did. We kind of yeah. just we did what we always do. Would, yeah, I promise it'll be it'll be more structured from here on out. The second half should be a little bit more structured, but yeah. every episode moving forward, you know, we'll have lots of structure. Hopefully, lots of structure. Hopefully, nah, definitely. It's just the whole the introduction <clears throat> thing. I'm not very good at. It's like small talk, you know. When you first meet someone, they're like, oh, well, tell me about yourself. Like, who are you? Where have you been? Blah, blah, blah. Got any kids? Yeah. Like, those, those are all boring. Like, nobody wants to really know anything about that, about you. But they ask anyways, because it's just an excuse to start talking and, and build that familiarity. It makes you more comfortable. Yeah, or like, or it just drives you insane like me. Like, yeah. I don't I, I do not, I don't like small talk. And it's not even I don't like small talk. I don't like people who start conversations just to start conversations. Yeah. I don't know. There's something that just really bothers me about it. It's like, look, I want to talk to you, I'll talk to you. So I, at least when I'm navigating the social world, I try to jump right past it and go right into the weird stuff. So like, <laughs> I'll try to like assess who the person is at, at like a first glance. Like, you know you shouldn't judge people by their looks, but <clears throat> We do Let's it anyway. be honest, we do. Everybody does it every single day. So I try to figure out as much as I can just from looking at them real quick. And then I judge how comfortable they would be with the severity of my humor. And then I immediately take it to that place. That is how I first meet people. Oh, so you, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, too. So you're just like, yeah, so, you just drop the bomb on them. Yeah, so if if, 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 uh, if there's someone that I can tell is probably going to be really cool with the, with the humor, they'll be like, hi, my name is so-and-so. I'll be like, hi, my name is... Uh, Greg and I like to be choked. So, <laughs> <laughs> wait, is like, that a real thing? Yeah. So let's get right into it. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely not bashful about any of the weird stuff about myself. But so, so on that note, I think it's time for a water break. <laughs> we'll be back. H2O. <laughs> and we're back we're back hopefully you drank some good old h2o stay hydrated i hope you enjoyed the music if you didn't, I did, and that's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a little break from the, the fun that we just had for the mm-hmm. first half of this episode. So for the second half, we're going to be a little bit more focused, because we can't. We, we did all our rambling for two months straight, mm-hmm. week after week, for like 10 hours of audio. So <laughs> it was, it was, I feel like it was an effort to try to get it all out of the system, get more acclimated to the surroundings the situation and you know now we're here we're ready to execute right and it's about to be new year's and with that comes everybody the new year new me (laughs) new year's resolutions the the one month gym memberships 
Oh, I'm definitely because I've been lazy and haven't been going like I said I would because I do that sometimes. But I'm gonna definitely try to go every single day in January and then continue to go into February just to see. see. see it's gonna be a mass chaos on New Year's. Day. Everyone just going hard and going crazy and then you know february comes and starts to dwindle down and then by march everyone's like nah i'm good <laughs> i lost like a half a pound that's all i needed i look great <laughs> yeah i don't know it's uh you only got a couple more years before i'm 30 that, that's that's where i'm at too you know that's another thought i'm having yeah, but 30's not like, 30's not even a halfway point. 30, it isn't, and that's the crazy thing. Like, I don't even feel old. I'm just, I just look at it like, compared to other people, like, if you look at successful people who are in their 90s or 100s, and I'm just like, I've got that long to go? Right, yeah. Like, you, that long? Kirk have... Douglas is over 100 years old. His son is, they're both senior citizens and both still acting. Mm-hmm. At least I think, I think Kirk Douglas is acting. I mean, Michael Douglas obviously will act till he dies but i just said the thing like you hit to 100 i mean clint eastwood's probably got to be getting there soon i thought he passed away to be honest who clint, e- clint yeah. e- no clint eastwood's still alive <clears throat> he's a tough son of a bitch I, <laughs> I mean think about the character he plays he 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 he's probably he probably can cheat death they'll probably be like no nah, i'm good <laughs> death i'll stick around up. he's like you feeling lucky <laughs> <laughs> you, you feeling lucky <laughs> it kills death <laughs> straight shots the forehead so yeah, um, I don't know. I have a lot of plans for 2020. And by that I mean I have I'm way too busy in 2020, or will be, especially because Celebration Cinema started their VIP membership, <laughs> so I can see three movies a week for 20 bucks a month. That is one hell of a deal. I've gone to two already. I might go to another one tonight. Do it. I would. Do you, wait. Get to work tomorrow? Huh? Get to work tomorrow? I do work tomorrow, but I don't. Yeah. I, I'll still do stuff. Yeah, you're right. Late at night. It doesn't right. matter to me. The three-hour sleep machine. <laughs> no, it's gen- I think it's generally, it's, it's consistently six. It's about consistently six. Because I wake up, and then I'll, like, kind of go back to sleep for a little while, or try to, or just lay there, just, like, you know. But I think I'm just going to start when I get up, just stay up. I would. Get, get more hustle in. For real. But the groundwork for the plans for the future for this year. Yeah, this aside from year. going to way too many movies. Uh, well, because I have this, I have my music project, which is going to be, you know, obviously What's Up Wednesdays, the vlog that I mentioned, that'll be going every week just to give updates on everything. Because, you know, the the more you put your, if you keep yourself constantly out there, somebody's bound to, you know. Take notice. They, they'll take notice and that attention. Will build. Yeah, the the attention, I'll, I can try to build my fan base. But uh, I have a, I have a series that I am had an idea for a while called Sample Pack Massacre. Sample pack massive. Yeah, it's, it sounds really aggressive, but it's it's not that. Uh, what I'm going to do is, because uh, a lot of musicians will release sample packs, so mm-hmm. like sounds from their albums or sounds they created. So I'm going to get a bunch of those, you know, just constantly get them and stack them up. Because some people have free, some people have, you know, packs for like a couple bucks. Excuse me. And I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take a bunch of them and each episode just can be making a new beat just using only those sounds. Like I won't be able to use any of my own instruments. All I'll be able to use is my software. Not even my software. I'll be able to use my like recording software itself and like the effects. But other than that, all the sounds are going to come from these sounds. So it's just going to be chronically me. It's like, Oh, here, I'll just take these random sounds from these packs and make something cool out of it and just do a weekly thing and maybe release it later on. I'm also going to try to, I'd release it for sure. I wouldn't even wait. I just pulled it down. I mean, I, pro- I, I, pro- I probably will put it up, but I also uh, I plan on making a bunch of original stuff too. Uh, I haven't decided how many of those I'm doing. I'm trying to trying to figure out if I should do it in like the like two to three week intervals, or if I should just make something every week and just like you know be super prolific. If you got the time for it, I'd do it every week, constantly. Why not? Every yeah, probably. So it's something I mean, you enjoy doing. It is, you know. Eventually, and it'll eventually you know make it so I can leave. The jobby job. <laughs> the jobby job. The jobby job. We yeah. spend 40 hours, uh, 50 hours, if you're including commutes and mm-hmm. lunches and stuff like that, because I don't get paid for my lunch, so I'm there for eight and a half hours a day. Rough. Yeah. But, you know, it pays the bills, so. You do what you got to do but, to keep on keeping on. I have a couple other things planned. I had a few projects that I wanted to do right away, but they're just going to take a lot of time to do. Like, I had this one, which I, I had made, like, a video, intro video for it that I took down because I was like, you know, I'm not really doing this yet. It's, uh, 
renovating Paul's Boutique. And I'm going to take, I'm trying to find all the sample sources used on Beastie Boys' Paul's Boutique album and recreate the beats from the album. Because there's like up to like a hundred different samples on it mm-hmm. throughout the whole album. So I'm going to collect all of them, but I'm collecting all of them on vinyl. It's definitely an impressive undertaking. <clears throat> That's what Well, because I, I got the idea because I, uh, I found three so far at the corner record shop, which is just on Chicago drive. And I thought about it and I was like, man, I should have brought a camera to document me going here. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a pre-series of me collecting it and just have me take road trips to a bunch of different record stores or try to find all these records. Just as kind of like something to do along the way. And then once I get it, I'll be like, Oh, okay. Pre-shows the pre-series is over. This series is me like breaking down what was used and, talking about the different music used and then like I'll do a third section where I actually document myself trying to recreate it. Sounds like <clears throat> it almost sounds like you're uh you're thinking so far ahead you're building yourself quite the uh the the MCU of your projects. You know, you're like <clears throat> you're starting phase 1 but your mind's already in like phase 3. I'm not going to lie, so I kind of think in 7 year intervals. Like I'm I'm planning enough stuff like I have this much I can do within this time frame because by the seven years, by the time I'm about 35, I want to be doing feature films also. Mm-hmm. So that that that's like the next phase is I'll be doing a bunch of video and other experimental like short film stuff along the way. And then once I, you know, can leave the job and acquire the funds, I'll start doing like independent features, which I mean, we'll probably it could start before then. It's just a matter of having the time because, you know, 10 hours of my day is kind of already taken up by other it responsibilities is. and necessities but you know it's it, i come up with a list of because it's always something to work toward that is that is the biggest roadblock that <laughs> is the that is what prevents people from aspiring to greatness what prevents them from achieving their dreams is the fact that they spend the majority of their life helping someone else achieve theirs that's at least how i view it when everyone's yeah, working for there's... someone else instead of working for themselves there is a there's actually a great quote from a song by Aesop Rock mm-hmm. that displays it perfectly. I'll actually read it now because I kind of wanted to. That was because uh, it's from Labor Days, and that's the album I wanted to use and uh, wanted to discuss in another one of our episodes. But I'll you know I'll even say it again. But I want to bring this up because it's such a cool line. And the, and the song is called Nine to Fivers Anthem," which is very fitting because the whole album is kind of like you know the modern perils of the working class and uh no the um let's see if i can find the lyrics real quick <clears throat> yeah and so it goes now we the american working population hate the fact that eight hours a day is wasted on chasing the dream of someone that isn't us and we may not hate our jobs but we hate jobs in general that don't have to do with fighting our own causes we the american working population hate the nine to five day in day out when we'd rather be put supporting ourselves by being paid to perfect the past times that we have harbored based solely on the fact that it makes us smile if it sounds dope. That's not bad. Realist lyrics that describe the working class right there. It's like, yeah, it sucks working for others. I'd rather be doing for myself. That's, I mean, I think that's the, that's the main reason I was interested in starting a podcast is it's a, it's, it's a place where I could speak my mind and try to create something to uh, build off of you know like this isn't the end goal the the podcast is definitely this is a jumping point it's a it's a huge foot in the door so to speak but i think i i i envision myself as having a future in some form of entertainment whether it be uh comedy something performance uh like or like voice acting or even like streaming because that's overwhelmingly popular for being the rob schneider in all my movies <laughs> the rob schneider in all the movies i'm cool with that too but point is like there's there's more to life than just waking up going to work coming home and then you know doing s- nothing spending your meager paycheck on uh niceties and pleasures to distract you from the 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 horrible nature of your existence yeah and that's a, well, that's the thing it's you know you know why not take that money put it into something and invest it in yourself or your future that might, you know, blossom into a beautiful flower. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of that this podcast, too. We are about we are about the hustle, and we want you to be about it, too. <clears throat> Everyone has untapped potential. You just got to 
You just got to go for it. We believe in you. For sure. Every every single person I meet, it doesn't matter what you do. I, I'm 100% certain. I have absolute faith that you have some sort of skill that can be turned into a profitable venture. Even if it's something like, oh, man, I play Dungeons and Dragons with my friends. All right, well. Record it. Yeah, you you play it. I'm sure you crack jokes. You have funs. The 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 key thing of something like that is that it, that like Dungeons and Dragons in particular is collaborative storytelling. You're literally writing a story as you play. Why not record that and put it out there? I mean, everyone does it. Brian Posehn has Nerd Poker. They do it. Uh, what's his name? Dan Harmon has Harmon Quest. They're doing it. Like, well, Dan Harmon is also doing a lot of things too. Yeah, Dan Harmon's kind of like <laughs> he's, he's, he's almost like career goals. Yeah. <laughs> career goals at that point <laughs> well point is but that's something like dungeons and dragons i'm sure there's a group of people who are probably listening to this like man i just kind of you know i work and then i spend all my money on like my hobbies like maybe it's magic the gathering or whatever and they're like oh, this is just what i do it's how, how like, many how many platforms have people utilized to do magic i mean all the podcasts and you know videos and streaming well for magic the gathering it's more of a visual thing because you have to see yeah. all the cards but still even so, like they they have like their shows that, that go along with the uh, their podcast where they talk about the things that are all around it. Well, take something that you're interested in and think about all the aspects of it that surround it, and you could very easily talk about it, make a video about it. You could teach people about it. You could, if it's if it's a, a game or a sport, you could practice it professionally. There's there's so much available to you, and, and you're not doing anything with it. People are right. just okay with just home work home work home like that's a retire maybe in their 60s retire maybe if they don't die before then right or like the people that are just i'm just gonna chase this promotion at work so you're gonna like dictate the future of your life based on the generosity of some far wealthier person promoting you to a higher level of indentured servitude (laughs) it's like when you put it like that it's just like man I really just do really not, <laughs> I do not look at life the same way as most people. Most people so you're are not like, about that life. People are like career, success, family. Me, I'm like, no, I have to be doing something that has value to me. I don't care about the dollar sign. And you have people who, who are about their career who are about all those things that, you know, but they just do it better and they're actually happy and not miserable. True. You know, also another point we're definitely going to constantly bring up, recognize the talent of others in your circle. For real, that is absolutely important. Like, like I, I know that I know that's been a after moving in here, you gotta gotta tune to that, and you started looking at everybody like, mm-hmm. wow, I know a lot of people who do really awesome things. I mean, because uh, you know, one of the things we're definitely gonna be chronicling through the series is we're building our Justice Avenger Ranger Click Squad gang of <laughs> content creation juggernauts. <laughs> is there any more that you want to slap in there? <laughs> Collective <laughs> through time. <laughs> Oh man, there's always the time force. There's, there's there's some time loop bullshit in every every medium. There's traveling through time and days of future past. There's Power Rangers time force. <laughs> yeah, um, we're also gonna have uh, we're also gonna be doing interviews semi regularly with uh, burgeoning entrepreneurs in our area in our and social other circle. content creators and just overall people we think people should know about. Yeah, those episodes you could probably look at as like a, a well, depending on the 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 responses we get from those people, you could probably look at those as like a roadmap to your success, like taking the you know taking that first step to go into something that you're interested in and, and growing from it. Yeah, you know we're all trying to plant the seeds, grow into an awesome garden. Mm-hmm. Just don't forget to water that seed. Just don't, don't just don't just have it set out in the sun. It might it'll just dry out. You yeah. need that. Got to water. Got to water plants. <laughs> don't just self sustain like that. And your life is a plant, so stay hydrated. Yeah, stay <laughs> hydrated. That's the other focus of this. Always stay hydrated. If you don't drink water while listening to this podcast, it's not you're, good. You're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, you really. We are. drink water during it. <laughs> we take a water break. But yeah, I mean that's that's how that's that, that's like my my plan for the future it's not so much uh that i have a concrete idea of like i want to be i want to be this or i want to be that i think it's more or less about i'm a people person and i think it's more about me bringing together or assembling uh a justice league or a ranger time force group squad juggernauts <laughs> <laughs> to create to create Full something disclosure, for before the you future. continue 
I practiced saying that all week. I figured as much. <laughs> I was like, I need to deliver this on point. Because if I, if I fumble the words, everyone's already going to be like, nah, they can't even talk. This dude's a loser. Man, sometimes I swear I have a speech impediment because I, I trip over my own words all the time. <sighs> but yeah, that's that's my plan for the future is, is pretty much to like, be, to if I had to single it down to one thing, I would say I would like to be the driving force that pushes others to greatness. Yeah. That's what I would like to be. Break it down to its basic elements. Like I don't, I don't. I mean, we're all trying to do this. Let's do it together. I don't need to be the person at the forefront. I don't need to be like everyone's listening to my album. I don't need to be like everyone's playing my video game. But I, I want to be the person that's like, I, I'm, I'm pushing my friend to pursue their art. I'm helping this person to achieve their dreams. I guess I just want to see everybody prosper. Right. That's the that's the way to do it. Because I mean, we we don't need much. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, nah. Let's let's seriously. let's let's all do this. Let's get this bread. <laughs> let's or get this. Let's get this bread, and then let's expand this table. <laughs> expand this table. Mm-hmm. Gotta feed everybody, <clears throat> or or as many as you get, can. Get, get that yeast to expand the dough to mm. make more bread. Ah, there it is. Start a bakery. Everybody gets bread. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Unless you're gluten free, then I don't. We'll have to come up with an alternative. Then I'll just give you as much water as you want. <laughs> <laughs> you get extra water. <laughs> now nah, I'm also gonna try to, you know, try to be healthier, eat better. I'm trying to, I'm trying to lose forty pounds. Forty? Why exactly forty? I want to get to one seventy five. You're over two hundred. Yes. No way. About two fifteen. That's. I don't believe that, dude. No one ever believes it. No, yeah, I'm, I'm about two fifteen. I'm trying to get to one seventy five. <clears throat> which is a that's really light though which is a light heavyweight in boxing yeah i know that's, that's really light mayweather's less than that yeah well mayweather's tiny oh he is tiny <laughs> no, he's, about, he's about the same height as me i suppose but i feel like his body structure alone is smaller like i feel like his skeletal frame is smaller. he's a little bit compact yeah yeah like yeah, i guess as, as compared to like somebody like me who's always had a broad stature like i was i was this big when i was like 13 14 years old <laughs> <laughs> I, I I shot up, got massive, and then just stayed that way. <laughs> That's not even massive. I'm not crazy tall, but I would. I not compared to Tom Welling, like, no, that dude's a giant. <laughs> Met him in one in person one time at a comic convention near Detroit, and I was like, whoa! Like, dude comes out of uh, the back room where uh, where all the celebrities are before they come out, you know, so they sign stuff and take pictures. I'm like a good twenty feet away from the guy. He comes walking out, and I still had to look up. Uh, mind you, I'm not short. You know, I'm not a, I'm not huge, but I'm like five eleven, six foot on a good day. You know, because everybody's five <coughs> eleven says they're six foot. <laughs> right? You, you got you got to get extra inch in there. You round it up. I'm six foot. But yeah, I still had to look up at the guy from like twenty feet away. I was like, this dude is huge. I understand why they cast him for Superman now. It's a massive man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, try to. I th- I think I just want to see if I can touch it. But I don't know if I just if I end up building the muscle that just it, it, my body refuses to be like you're not small. We're just gonna keep getting bigger. You're just gonna be you know more lean. I'll be like okay, I guess I can. That's the trade off. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to trying to live long, live long, so we can we can help as many people as possible be successful. But yeah, other than that, I don't you know. Even though there's a lot, I feel like I have really basic goals. <laughs> There's really not. There, it's not. It's not complicated. I'm just doing a lot of work. I think. I think it's not. It may not be a lot, at least from your perspective. I think it's a lot because it seems so well put together. Like you have this elaborate plan for the future, where most people they're they're only thinking about next week. You know. I mean, I've only been wanting to do this kind of stuff for the past 15 years, so I've I've had a little bit of time to <laughs> figure things out and just you know navigate the space and. You know, still absorb even, as much as I can. Even so, man. I mean, that's that's just a testament to your character. Like you're you're that young, and you're like, this is what I'm about. And you're already like thinking about it when you were younger, like in your early teenage years. Yeah, I was just being stupid. That's why I didn't you know find success early because I was like, <laughs> I was basically just a kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't really didn't really go for it like I should have, even though I had every resource possible. You know, when I have a home studio at you know, 15 years old that I could literally just make whatever I want and post online. I was all it would have took was somebody to push you into it. You see, that's what I'm saying. Like you see somebody with all this readily available. He's got to get in that little boot. Hey, and I think that's the thing. It's it's hard to, 
you know, because I didn't, it's not like I had a mentor, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, there was like, you know, find a mentor, someone who's successful, but I, I you know, I was, was, was a teenager who, who's successful around me. No one. I had <laughs> all the burnouts in high school. Like, <laughs> you know, and then over the years, it's, you know, <clears throat> just me being lazy or, you know, be your own letting, mentor, man. Be my own mentor. That's why I read a lot of books or like watch things on other people. I let other people are my mentors that I haven't met yet. And I'll meet them one day. Mm, okay. Hopefully. That's why I read a lot and you know, try to absorb information. I watch a lot of like, you know, history of certain artists or businesses. There, there's a reason things work. Very few people are lucky. That's the thing. That's the thing you learn when you re- find out about success. Very few people are actually lucky. There are certain people where you look like there are certain people I like that say they're lucky, and it's like, no, no, there's no way. <laughs> like you, you had this, you had all these other plans that just didn't happen to work out because this awesome thing happened <laughs> for you. You are always going to make it. You're not lucky that your farm survived. <clears throat> you dug a trench so that the flood would get diverted. You, that's work. Yeah, and there's it's so weird to think because they're like, oh, I got lucky. No, you didn't. <laughs> I refuse. Someone would have noticed you. I refuse to believe that you're lucky. Anybody you say that's just being modest. Yo, it's like, it's like, okay, the people who like walk into their parents' business or the person who just happened to be like, oh, you're just exceptionally talented and better than everybody naturally. You're going to get picked somehow. Yeah. Like there's, there's no way Prince would have never gotten success. He, if Prince didn't get into music, you'd have gotten to something else and he would have just been amazing at it. He decided, uh, it's actually funny you say that because he, uh, I think this is right around the time, because he got kicked out of his house at like 13. Okay. His dad caught him in bed with a girl, Uh kicked him out, so he ended up living at a friend's house, and all he did was play music. Just day and night, just, you know, mastered everything he could. He said that, he, he said in an interview that he was thinking about getting a job. And he looked in the phone book to look for places that he might go apply. He didn't like anything and just decided he was going to be the best at music. Mm-hmm. He just sat there. He's like, no, nah, I'm not working a job. I'm just going to do music. And then, you know, by the time he's 20, he's already better than any living musician alive. Because well, when he's... it drives you like that, when, 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 you, when you're that young and you can realize that's what you want to decide on for your future, that you have, you, you have all that energy of youth, so to speak. And you dump it all into that of course you're gonna be the best those little brains just wired for it the dude was almost a savant like the there's a story of one of his recording engineers who said i think she had just started is you know, fun fact about prince he he primarily hired women for the studio work why was it ever touched on it was he preferred women because they weren't you know they weren't yes men they had no problem being honest with them ah, guys okay. would often you know you know, blow smoke up his ass. Whatever, be, whatever, whatever he wanted. Yeah, he, he was he was fine with you know, and, and he was he preferred to be around the company of women anyway, because it's Prince. <laughs> I mean, obviously. But she said when uh, she was first shown how to like set up everything before he comes to the studio, she thought he needed a, like one more like a couple more things. So she like threw this random like out of tune, cheap acoustic guitar mm-hmm. in there. He walks in. The first things he grabs is that. Starts playing it, notices it's it's out of tune, starts bending the, instead of tuning, he starts bending the strings in a position to where they're in tune and plays. Okay. Yeah. By ear, he he manipulated the guitar to be in tune without tuning it. (laughs) That that, that was a superpower. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's also a, there's also a story someone said, um. One of his engineers claims that he has perfect time on drums. Interesting. Yeah, he's just overall. But then there's there's a few people like that. Like one of my favorite producers, Madlib. He uh, not this is just something that makes me jealous. He um, when he first came out, he was doing primarily hip hop stuff, and he started to get bored with it. So he decided to he wanted to do jazz. So he just bought a bunch of instruments, and I think the first set of material he did he wasn't playing drums yet, but he just got like you know electric keyboard bass all this other stuff like a bunch of other keyboards he taught himself how to play jazz just by listening to jazz records didn't study music theory i think at the most he grew up his dad was a musician i think i think his mom might have been too but he like he grew up around musicians but didn't learn anything traditional he learned how to play by listening and just figured it out he has a he has an album of instrumental stevie wonder covers where he plays the vocal lines of his songs cool 
And then eventually he picked up drums and he, he plays all instruments and just, yeah, that, not learning any music theory, anything traditional, just listen to jazz records. This sounds like this. All right, I'll figure it out. And then figured it out. I'm just like, how? So in case anybody <laughs> wasn't aware, uh, <laughs> music and film is like the most important thing in James's life. So there, there will be plenty of segments where he starts talking about all these interesting things. And you're not going to hear me because I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. I'm just like, whoa, this is, he knows so much. There is, <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you know, that's actually... <laughs> Since we're going to be getting ready to wrap up, the next episode will actually dive into that subject of the fact that I dig way too deep in the molecular structure of anything, and Greg prefers to just sort of look at things. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a face value kind of person. For me, it's like I, I I don't care what you studied, what you did, what what's in front of you, what road, what hurdles you came over. It's it's all about the end result, like what you did with it. And now a lot of people hear that and they'll think, oh, well, this guy does it. This is the type of guy who doesn't give a shit about the people behind the work. And I'm like, no, that's not what I mean by that. What I mean by it is like there will be all these trials and tribulations in front of you. It's more positive. It's I don't care what's in front of you. You will get through it and you will create your end result. And so that's why I'm only concerned with the end result, because the ta- the, the tasks before it are something that you're just going to surmount anyways. But yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. I like to know every single detail, the history, you know, other stories that have nothing to do with it, but still happened at the same time. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't care if it took you five minutes or five years, you got there and I want to see what that is. We're, we're going to be, we're the audio version of spending too much time on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you... Start out at candy corn, end up in, you know, in quantum entanglement? Not even quantum entanglement. You end up in probably some <laughs> Russian history. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You start out in candy corn, and you, you wind up in the uh, the sociopolitical ramifications of comic books and their impact on culture. And then somehow you make your way back into... <laughs> you're reading about Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't and- know. Do you want to... Do you wanna, do you wanna ominous uh, ominously drop the uh the title for the next episode or the title or the, or, the or planned the episode. <laughs> I, so the, ne- the next episode is going to be called values face and faceless and it's going to be mainly about how our personalities work i you know i dig deep and he sort of plants and waters the garden yeah i mean i wouldn't say that much <clears throat> i'd say it's more like or you admire the garden. It, yeah, it's more like I, I'll plant it, I'll water it, but I'm not concerned with that. But once it once it blooms, yeah, that's that, <laughs> that's where all my focus is. Also, coming this season, we have the Kit Kat episode, mm-hmm. which I have been mentioning nonstop in the pre episodes, and because I thought it'd be a fun idea, we're going to try a bunch of different flavors of Japanese Kit Kats because there's some really interesting ones, and whatever we can get our hands on, it'll be a fun time. We're gonna have some of uh, some of my good friends on the episode with us, uh, if they're available, which they will be. We'll have somebody on. We 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 will have somebody. We have to do this with other people. It can't just be yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, definitely yeah, a we thing might, to look forward. To. I don't. We might have to break that up because I don't know if we really want to eat that many Kit Kats. Because I figure like a, a bar a piece, but even then, you know, you get a few pieces in. Well, okay, so you don't you don't eat the whole thing. You have a bite. You take take Kit Kat comes in four pieces, right? Well, if if we get it, I think the sort of packs I found are like the mini ones, or they're like the just the two packs. Oh, the mini. So you just take a bar. Yeah, well, I know if we eat like fifteen single bars, because the idea is just to throw the whole piece in your mouth. Don't take a little bite. That's not you don't get the full flavor. I don't know, man. Man, maybe then I'll eat them all. (laughs) You'll you'll just eat the rest of them, like (laughs) nom 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 nom. nom. A cookie monster, that stuff. Let's <laughs> me, <go>. Greg, me. <laughs> so, on that note, this was the first episode, volume one, issue one. Of the Prefer Not to Say podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff coming. Yeah, I hope to I hope to keep you here listening now and forever. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> if you're not feeling it... It's it's okay. This isn't for everybody. We just, want it to be for everybody. If, if you're not feeling it, just come back later. You will. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, on that note, um, any shout-outs? Should we shout-out? Nah. nah it's, it's, it's not an episode of Shout People Out. Mm-hmm.
So, yeah, uh, remember, stay hydrated. Drink that water, you need it. You are a plant, and you need to grow. And at this point, the ending theme started, so enjoy that music as well. <laughs> See ya. Bye.